1: Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Right now, we are going out to the Brown and and Celebrity Line to be joined by Ryan Leslie. He's a uh, host over on Sportsnet. You can also see him on hockey night up in Canada as well. He's joining us now here on BK and Ferrario. Ryan, it is a big news day here in St. Louis. As you can imagine, Jeremy Rutherford just reported that Matthew Kachuk is not expected to accept a long-term deal in Calgary and that a trade is now likely. What do you make of the news? And what do you think the likely landing spots are for Matthew Kachuk?
2: Yeah, I can confirm that as well. I've, uh, I've heard the rumblings and, uh, you know, I've had some conversations with those involved, and I, I can tell you that is indeed correct. And now as, uh, you know, Calgary continues to lick their wounds after the loss of Johnny Gaudreau to Columbus, and now this news, um, which is not overly a surprise when we saw the Flames file for that arbitration, essentially buying them a little bit more time to negotiate a trade, to find a, you know, a suitable partner. But the kicker in all this, guys, is that, you know, Matthew submitted a list of a number of teams, I'm going to say somewhere in the area of five or six teams, um, that he wants to go to. And there is great communication between the Kachuk camp and the Calgary Flames management group. Uh, that's the one thing that I think that both sides are you know, quite positive about, is that there's been good dialogue. There's no games. There's no silence. There's no kind of dragging heels or making one side or the other wait. The dialogue has been good. They have a mutual understanding about uh, what has to happen here, um, and now you have to, if you're Calgary, figure out what is best for your organization. What where are you going to get the best return? Um, as far as Matthew is concerned, there's no doubt the St. Louis Blues are uh, are you know a priority. I feel comfortable in saying, um, but I also know that there's other teams on that list, and there's other teams that uh, would covet his services as well. So. Um, you know, Matthew certainly has some leverage. The team has some say. So it's kind of a, uh, a two-way street at this point. And uh, certainly uh, I can appreciate that all of St. Louis would be wondering would they get a player of that caliber with that last name to go along with a guy like Robert Thomas, who just signed a long-term deal there. Former junior teammates, I'm sure all of your listeners are aware. And and I believe uh, Robbie Thomas is renting Matthew's house out in St. Louis. So there's lots to... Uh, you know, lots that you could draw connections to, but there is still the business at hand. and That is, the Calgary Flames have to make a deal for Matthew Kachuk, and I would say relatively soon, that will suit their needs and their purposes, as they've just said goodbye to two 100-plus 100 point, 100 point men uh, after having such a successful season last year, individually and as a team that fell short in the second round. Now you've got to replace 200-plus points in your lineup. I'm not sure how you go about doing it, but certainly a player of uh, Matthew's ilk will get you a good return.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's impossible to replace those two pieces, uh, Ryan, but when, when, if you're Calgary and you know that Johnny Goudreau just walked for essentially nothing and Matthew's coming to you and trying to help out the organization, so to speak, by finding the right trade partner, it, does that benefit or does that hurt Calgary? Because part of me wonders that if there's only a list of five or six teams that he's saying he'd be willing to sign an extension to go to, do those teams, are they willing to offer the biggest package to get Matthew? Because, well, they know that it's kind of more on Matthew's side than it's on Calgary's side. Yeah,
2: no, completely fair. And I think it does ham eh, handcuff you a little bit, but, uh, you know, we, when you hung on to Johnny Gaudreau last year past the deadline, you knew this was it. You weren't going to get a return. This is different. Um, Matthew's an RFA, a restricted free agent. So things are different there. But he also controls the fact that you know, if uh, a team wanted him it uh, wasn't on his list, he could say, well, I'm going to sign long-term there, so I'm not sure if that's where you want to go, um, the move you want to make. So you have to deal in these this handful and change of teams that he is agreeable to and uh, put that out there yesterday You know, in this trade scenario you have to look at the fact that it has to be agreeable and that's a big hurdle so you look at the teams that uh, he has submitted and you try and get the very best deal is it the best case scenario for Calgary no but it's not the worst either
1: we're talking right now with Ryan Leslie of Sportsnet here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Ryan, I am curious because here in St. Louis, of course, we've we've talked ad nauseum about that, this type of a deal for for weeks, if not months, honestly. And the starting point that we have talked so much about is Jordan Kairu. Do you think that yeah. is the likely starting point in any negotiations with the Blues and the Calgary Flames in a deal for Matthew Kachuk?
2: I'll tell you what, every Calgary Flames fan is thinking and talking about that name as well. And even those who maybe weren't familiar with Kyru are now suddenly, we gotta, we got to get this guy. Let's get this guy in here. Because he is a good player, and you guys know that, and this guy's got something. I'm hearing that the likes of Pareko, Kyru and Thomas are not on the table. So I don't know where this goes at this point. I do know that the St. Louis Blues feel their window is now. Uh, in terms of where they can go here in the near future. uh, You know, they've got some pieces in place. They've got some good veterans. You know, they've got pieces that have been there before and and won. So they feel that their time is now to make some noise and make some moves. Um, But if I'm Calgary, that's where I start. I start with Cairo. and If it's non-negotiable, then, you know, I've got to make it negotiable. And I've got to maybe look at other options because that's a piece that I would covet if I'm Calgary. If I'm St. Louis, I don't want to part with them. I get it. Um, and I don't want to part with Robert Thomas. Um, and I don't think they will. We'll see how this thing plays out, but that's a starting point for me. Draft picks, this player, what have you, uh, I'm not so certain I'm interested in, you know, unloading some of those heavier contracts with some veterans there that, that really don't serve Calgary and their purpose at this point. Remember, Calgary is just lost two guys, as we said, but they've got a really good nucleus still. And you want players who can step right in. They've got the coach of the year in Daryl Sutter. They've got a a finalist in Jacob Markstrom. They've got arguably the best two-way player in the game in Elias Lindholm, who almost won the Southeast. So there are some key pieces, a young defense and a veteran defenseman in uh, Chris Tannis. So you've got to look at right now as well because Calgary still feels, even though they've had two dominoes fall here, that they've got, a really good chance if you can make a hockey trade here via a trade for Kachuk and maybe a, a key signing and free agency, there's still some names out there that are big and that are accomplished. I'm thinking about Nazem Kadri off the top of my head as well. So um, there are some moves that can be made here, but as far as just salary dumps and maybe rebuilding and just, I'm not so certain they're there today. They could be, they could be if things, you know, continue to slide this way. But where you sit right now, you make a good hockey trade, you look at free agency, and you just kind of continue to roll along. They had arguably one of the best top lines in all of hockey last year, Lindholm, Kachuk, and Gaudreau. Two of those three are now gone. So you've got to have some real hard conversations with your group, with your fan base, and certainly with ownership as you go forward.
3: Ryan, you mentioned Jordan Kyrou, and if you don't mind circling back to that, Mm -hmm. uh, looking at Jordan Kyrou and just the potential of his contract extension, you know, tied in a little bit with what Robert Thomas just re-signed for, that 8 by 8 contract, I I don't see a way that Jordan Kyrou and Matthew Kachuk could be on the same roster. So wouldn't it make more sense if you're the Blues to look at that and say, hey, this might be our best trade chip compared to any other team that wants to acquire Matthew Kachuk? And in all reality, we're not going to be able to keep him and Matthew on the same team.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, uh, you know, the cap gymnastics are going to look like over there. You know, when you talk about Tarasenko, Ryan O'Reilly, and others who are, you know, veteran players, and are they, you know, a fit for the long haul? I don't know. I am I mean, I'm not in that market, but I do know, you know, in any conversations I've had that those guys are, you know, potentially in play, and who wants them, is it? A, a three-way trade is it is straight up. I'm not sure how this whole thing unfolds, but Jordan Cairo, to me, is a starting point. And, you know, if there's one guy I trust when it comes to making good moves in the National Hockey League, it's Doug Armstrong. He, he knows how to make that thing work. So I'm not so certain that uh, Cairo is an automatic ticket out of town, but he's certainly their best trade, you know, asset that they have that is most desirable around the National Hockey League. His age you know, his ability and eventually what he's going to make. I think that, uh, that's a key piece for the St. Louis blues, either to keep or to use, to acquire a player of, Matthew Matthew Kachuk's uh, talent. So I don't know. I, I'd be real curious to see what army, you know, what kind of gravity can pull out of the hat when this is all said and done. But, you know, I don't know if it's a given that St. Louis is where Kachuk lands. I certainly know, uh, as his hometown, how near and dear it is to him. Uh, Having his folks there are huge. You know, We've enjoyed the Kachuk family up in Calgary uh, up close and personal for a long time, and Brady dropping in during the playoffs as well. So Calgary's really reeling right now, but they know now that uh, you've got to make a business decision, you've got to make a hockey move, and you've got to get it right.
3: Ryan, the final
1: question that I've got for you, and we're talking to Ryan Leslie of Sportsnet here on 101 ESPN for just another couple of minutes here other than the blues who do you expect to be the big players in these negotiations
2: well i I wish i could tell you i knew all the teams on the list and i think that's maybe where the conversation would be most accurate i'm to that i don't know if a team like boston is on it um i i don't i don't even really know if i can speculate as to who is who uh Matthew submitted as far as those teams
1: but if you don't mind Ryan I'll just to interject real quick the, the the athletic has reported for what it's worth uh that according to their sources Kachuk's list includes St. Louis Vegas Florida Nashville and Dallas um I don't know if that's the entirety of the list but you mentioned five to six well, teams so maybe that would, would be something similar
2: no, that's great, and that makes a lot of sense. And I apologize because I've been flying all day. I just flew back east today, so I missed some of that intel, so thank you. Moments and, ago. And don't those all make sense for the Kachucks, who are nothing if not business savvy? Great state tax in every one of those cities and markets. So that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Uh, very smart, very calculated, and obviously teams that uh, are succeeding and doing well. Um yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And I, I, if I look at those teams, I mean, Florida's close. He played with uh, Sam Bennett in the past. They were close. You know, Nashville, had that between-the-legs goal. Who wouldn't want to play in Nashville? Dallas, they, he's seen enough of Dallas in the last couple of years. They've got to figure some things out on the high end of their uh, some of their contracts as well. They've met the last couple of years, either in the bubble or most recently this spring. So, you know, Vegas... Um, is Vegas, although I'd be leery of that one, given, yeah. <laughs> given uh, their loyalty. Um, but, uh, yeah, those, those markets don't surprise me, and I think, uh, you know, I don't know as far as a front-runner, but those all make sense, a lot of sense to me.
1: He's Ryan Leslie. Appreciate his time. As always, you can find him on sports that you can also follow him on Twitter at Ryan Leslie media, Ryan. Thanks so much for the time, man. We appreciate, it. I know you're traveling right now. So sincere, sincerely appreciate you hopping on with us today. We wish you all the best as you continue to follow this Matthew Kachuk storyline.
2: Hey, thanks for having me guys. Look forward to seeing the St. Louis this season
0: to be your best every day. You need proven quality sleep every night.